Welcome to the What Matters Most podcast, presented by First United Bank and Trust. That's my bank. Visit us today at mybank.com. Hello and welcome to What Matters Most, a podcast all about finances, community, savings, and security for you, your family, and your business. This podcast is brought to you by the helpful folks at my bank, First United Bank and Trust. I'm your host, Eric Nutter, and in today's episode, What Matters Most is our monthly economic update. And for this discussion, I am thankful to be joined once again remotely today by Megan Kinsinger, Portfolio Manager in First United's Wealth Management Department. Good morning, Megan. How are you today? Great, Eric. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. I appreciate you joining me as always and looking forward to hearing what what is the latest in the market for February. <laughs> the latest and greatest, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, it certainly started off better this year um, than how we ended last year. So that's good. But um, currently, you know, we still are viewing that the negatives outweigh the positives looking at the market and the economy. Um, so we'll do our normal routine here. We'll run through the, the negatives. negatives first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll run through the negatives first. Hopefully that'll change soon. But but uh, yeah, so really at, at the top of, the, of, of investors' minds is uh, monetary policy mistakes. Um, so the, the FOMC meeting, the first one of 2023 concluded at the beginning of February, um, where they announced, uh, another 25 point rate hike, which we were anticipating. It was kind of already baked into, into markets. Um, but investors were hopeful that the move would indicate the fed would be nearing the end of their tightening cycle. Um, however, the central bank remains resolute in its efforts to bring that inflation down to a 2% target. Um, some other indicators that we look at, um, the Institute of Supply Management Purchasing Manners, Managers Manufacturing Index. Um, we talk about this every month. Um, the Manufacturing Index um, is on the negative side still. I'm sure you noticed that the Services Index has, has moved, so that's oh. good. But, but, uh, but yeah, focusing on the Manufacturing Index, it did um, fall again to 47.4% in January from 48.4% in December. So again, anything below 50% is considered in contractionary territory. Um, So breaking it down a little further, new orders, production, backlog of orders, and new export orders all remained in that contraction territory. And um, when discussing with respondents, they they just mentioned orders and, and demand have been slowing. So the ISM manufacturing index is a key barometer of the American factories um, in that it contracted for the third month in a row. And it's touched the lowest level since early in the pandemic, um, signaling a loss of momentum in in the U.S. economy. Um, The shortage of goods tied to pandemic-related supply disruptions helped ignite the worst bout of inflation we've seen in 40 years. Um, Some companies are still facing that, that lingering cost pressure, um, but the supply bottlenecks are continuing to ease. Hmm. Yeah, and it, and just to also note, manufacturers are among the first companies to to show signs of stress when the economy slows. Right. Um, yeah, as customers tend to cut back on purchases of goods, especially big ticket items, if they feel less confident in their financial well being. Uh, moving down the list here. That uh, lovely I word, inflation. Um, the PCE inflation rose 5% year over year in December. And core PCE, which is PCE minus um, energy and food, was up 4.4% annually. 
um, and up 0.3% on a monthly basis. Um, really, these figures came in as expected. Um, and PC is, is con- inflation is continuing to show moderation in inflation, similar to CPI over the last month. Um, so we, we watch this, this data <clears throat> because the Fed watches core PCE closely as a measure and takes into account changing consumer behavior, such as substituting lower price goods for higher price items. Um, the numbers come with Fed officials closely watching to measure the impacts their rate increases have had on the economy. Um, and again, in line with rec- other recent economic data, they do show it, um, inflation persisting just at a slower pace um, than, it, than it was last year. So I think some of the, some of the measures they're taking are, are affecting it, it's slowing it down a little. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, I think I had mentioned it a few months ago, but, uh, rate hikes really take on, on average about six months to six months to really reflect themselves in the economy. So I think consumers are really starting to, to feel that pressure of, of cost of goods and higher borrowing costs. Um, and so, although again, although inflation is persisting, um, these rate hikes are having the intended effect of slowing that inf- inflation, and, and hopefully, we continue that trend. Got it. Um, some other some other things we we are looking at: um, housing um, continues to struggle. You know, rates are still pretty high. We have seen them come down from October highs, but they're still fairly high historically. Um, and, and uh, cost of housing remains pretty elevated. So um, we, don't, we don't see that continuing to, to cool here anytime soon. But um, so housing continues to struggle, struggle. December existing home sales fell for the 11th consecutive month. Home starts fell less than expected and on, on an unusually warm December that aided single family home builders. Moving down the list. Um, Something else that we look at is um, the January conference board confidence as well as consumer confidence. Um, It did fall below December surprise gain as consumers outlook for income, business and labor market conditions weekend. Um, The expectations component was below 80. Historically, this is a signal for recession within the next 12 months. Um, The economy has slowed in response to higher interest rates orchestrated by the Fed, um, trying to bring down that inflation. Um, and again, higher borrowing costs do depress consumer and business spending. I mean, all we've all we've heard for the last six months was a recession <laughs> is coming. I can't imagine that consumers recession would think maybe that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like the Paul, like Paul Revere, right? Yeah, right. Infla- <laughs> yeah, recession is coming. Recession is coming. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, moving over to the positives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, let's not overlook those. There's still some of those, still some, um, good stuff. <laughs> still some positive, some, some light at the end of the tunnel here. Um, jobs are still, um, uh, remaining strong. Um, in January, the U S added 517,000 jobs, uh, which is, was well above expectations and the biggest gain we've had in six months. Um, the government's formula to adjust for seasonal swings and hiring sometimes exaggerates these employment levels in January. You know, um, all the hiring that was done over the holidays for increased shopping and whatnot. Um, so, but it's really unclear if that that was the case last month. So, to be determined. Um, regardless, it was still um, a, a large gain. Um, 
the labor market has really proven resilient. I'm sure you've noticed over the last several months. Um, And businesses are reluctant to fire workers um, because it was hard for them to hire them in the first place. Um, Also, unemployment fell to a new 53-year low of 3.4%. And the participation rate, so those that are participating in, in, um, in working, um, in the labor market, um, rose to 62.4%. So good things coming out, out of there. Um, the initial weekly jobless claims decreased to a nine-week low of 183,000 um, at the end of January. And a more reliable number, that four-week moving average, was 191,750, which was still a decrease of almost 6,000 from the previous week's um, average. And and the number of people applying for jobless benefits um, is one of the best barometers of whether the economy is getting better or worse. Uh, But right now, it suggests that the economy is still growing, right? So we have some conflicting data coming out. Um, But uh, moving down, you know, I mentioned uh, that the ISM services had popped over to the positive side. So so that's good. Um, it jumped to 55.2% in January from 49% back in December. So it went from contraction territory to expansion territory. Um, again, breaking that down, business activity, new orders, employment, new export orders, and backlog of orders all rose. And the respondents for this index indicated that, it, that capacity and logistics performance has improved. And the majority said business is trending in a positive direction. Um, this improvement to the service sector really adds to the sense that the economy is on firmer footing um, at the beginning of this year than, than what many were anticipating. Um, and it also fits in with that strong January jobs report that we just discussed. Right. Um, let's see, just a couple more here. Um, the JOLTS report, the job openings and labor turnover survey shows continued strength in the labor market. Um, it j- rose 5.5% month over month in December to 11 million job openings. So that means there are almost two job openings for every unemployed worker. And also looking at the quits, um, 4.1 million voluntary quitters held steady at 2.7%. And it's important to note that people quit more often when they think it's easier to get a to get a better job. Um, and there are plenty out there. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And on the other hand, you know, they tend to stay put when the economy weakens. So um, the number of job openings is seen as a cue on the health of the labor market and the broader U.S. economy. Um, The biggest increase in demand for labor this past month was at hotels and restaurants as they sought to keep up with our desire to dine out and travel. Um, Job postings were still quite high, even though they have retreated from a record 11.9 million last spring. And um, again, normally that's great news, but the Fed really wants to see a softening in that in that job openings um, to to loosen up a tight labor market. Um, and a shortage of worker really threatens to keep wage growth high and make it harder for the Fed to tame that rampant inflation. So it's that ju- double edged sword we've discussed also previously on this podcast. Right. Yep. And then um, last but not least, China's move away from its zero COVID policy to a reopening story should help clear the way for an acceleration in economic and earnings growth. So you're saying maybe next month the the C word won't come up. We won't talk about COVID anymore. <laughs> I don't know 
know about that. <laughs> it's still there, right? But yeah. how you know how we're viewing it is different, and um, really, China opening up is going to help the the global economic growth. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Megan, based on all the negatives and positives that you've shared, uh, what are the current, you know, the conclusions and the current strategies that you all are uh, deploying? Yeah, sure. So looking back, um, there was a wave of negativity that engulfed the markets all of last year. Um, It was a rough year and it was met with a ray of optimism in this past January as inflation decelerated, interest rates fell off, China reopened and earnings came in better than feared. So as a result, I'm sure you noticed your portfolio may have went up a little bit. Um, Global equity markets rebounded strongly to start the new year, um, highlighted by the S&P 500 having its second best January over the last 25 years. Um, This interpretation seems to reflect a Goldilocks scenario with one inflation, which was the biggest headwind over the last year, seems to be moderated, moderating. Um, the job market remains strong in three, despite some softening in the macro and risk to further earnings revisions lower. The expectations is that the Fed is nearing the end of the rate hike cycle and a potential recession will likely be mild and short lived. Um, given that equities are forward looking, it appears that the market is discounting the positives for now, um, though January's equity gains are certainly welcome. Um, don't read too much into the results. Um, we still anticipate anticipate um, a lot of volatility this year, um, but 2023 promises to be a complex year, though it's certainly a better outlook than last year. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, are the strategies? Can you can you review some of the strategies that you all are um, currently deploying? Yeah, sure. So right now, um, we're actually getting ready to make some changes. Um, but but we're still pretty cash heavy at this point in time. We want a little extra dry powder for when we feel um, it's it's a good time to get back into some of those markets. Right. Um, yeah. And um, we're also overweight fixed income at this point in time um, and underweight underweight equities, which was how we ended last year as well. But what we're implementing within equities, um, you know, we are um, maybe adding a little risk um, into that small cap space, adding into international, which has performed very well this year. Um, And within the fixed income side of the portfolio, um, we're lengthening out that duration closer to neutral. Um, We were pretty short duration, uh, just, you know, shorter rates were more appealing. Um, So we are starting to lengthen out that duration just a little bit. Dipping our toes back in. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We don't like to jump all in. We're, you know, (laughs) Take it one step at a time. Excellent. Uh, Megan, any final thoughts before we wrap up today? No. Do you have any additional questions today, Eric? I do not. I really appreciate your time uh, and, and telling uh, our listeners all about the, the current conditions uh, as, of, as of February. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. For sure. Megan Kinsinger, Portfolio Manager in First United's Wealth Management Department. Thanks again. Well, that brings us to the end of our show. You can always find more episodes by visiting mybank.com slash podcast or find us on your favorite podcast app. You can also leave questions uh, or ask for a topic for us to discuss by sending an email to podcast at mybank.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next time with more helpful content. But until then, we wish you the best in focusing on what matters most to you. First United. 
my bank for life. This document is a general communication being provided for informational purposes only. It is educational in nature and not designed to be taken as advice or a recommendation for any specific investment product, strategy, plan, feature, or other purpose in any jurisdiction, nor is it a commitment from First United Bank and Trust or any of its subsidiaries to participate in any of the transactions mentioned herein. Any examples are generic, hypothetical, and for illustration purposes only. This material does not contain sufficient information to support an investment decision and should not be relied upon in evaluating the merits of investing in any securities or products. In addition, users should make independent assessment of the legal, regulatory, credit, and accounting implications and determine together with their own professional advisors if any investment mentioned herein is believed to be suitable to their personal goals. Investors should ensure that they obtain all available relevant information before making any investment. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, or investment techniques and strategies set out are for information purposes only based on certain assumptions and current market conditions and are subject to change without prior notice. All information presented herein is considered to be accurate at the time of production, but no warranty of accuracy is given and no liability in respect of any error or omission is accepted. It should be noted that investment involves risks. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate in accordance with market conditions and taxation agreements, and investors may not get back the full amount invested. Both past performance and yields are not reliable indicators of current and future results.